welcome to TA1. Everything you wanted to know about adventure racing and then some. I'll be your host, legendary Randy Erickson. Got the legendary stupid bird Jimmy with me. So when you hear me slap something, that's why. Being kind of a jerk. Um, all right, the big news. A lot of you probably heard. Uh, adventure enablers next year. No adventure races, no mountain bike races, no trail races. Um, they're going to concentrate on stuff that actually makes them some money. So that's uh, kind of kind of sad. Mark and Margot uh, really were one of my earliest um, champions, which may be putting it a little bit um, dramatic, but they really. Uh, were interested in what I was doing back in the early days and said, hey, yeah, we don't know who you are, if you're any good, or if you'll do anything for us, but come on down. Let's go to Wyoming together. So um, I think, yeah, give them a year off. Everybody needs a little break. Uh, and secondly, um, pretty soon I'm going to have to start moving some of the earlier episodes um, running out of storage room and I don't want to spend like a few hundred dollars more to uh, have more storage uh, which uh, and bandwidth which we don't need don't use all the bandwidth storage so probably what I do when I have to is take you know 10 or 20 episodes um, take them off the feed I will um, probably put them in a file like a Google Drive or something like that and put a link on the Facebook page so if anybody knew or if you want to tell somebody, go back and listen to old episodes, you'll be able to get them there. So, um, yeah, I think that'll work out. And that's what else is new. Exciting few weeks. I'm going to go shoot... Um, Supercross Friday, Endurance Horse Racing Saturday, Sunday. Let's see, what's the next weekend? There's something. Oh, no, what's that? I don't know. Uh, seems like there was something. Uh, I'm going to shoot a triathlon here. Any of my uh, triathlete friends that are looking for an interesting, fun half Ironman, uh, one down in Custer, which will probably take you by Buffalo. Um, so... Uh, that could be kind of cool. Um, that's September 8th. I think I'm going to go to the uh, Dakota 5.0 and take the big picture there. Um, and then it'll be um, Shenandoah Tough Time. I'm going to go hang out with my bestie, Chris. And let's see what's after that. Uh, don't know yet. We're uh, working on getting Paulette to the Rebel Rally. She's... Uh, Found a driver she likes. Uh, they seem to get along pretty good. And you know, just got to come up with like sixteen grand to fund the whole thing. So we'll see if uh, any of my contacts in that um, motorsport world have uh, any extra cash laying around. So um, that's about it. So um, this one was a fun one. So I think you'll have fun too with the. Uh, Indy and Barbara, so um, well, let's do it. Um, go fast, take chances, and uh, thanks for listening. Bye.
Randy. I know. It sounds like World War Three in here with all the phones going off. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. So, um, how are you doing? Are you getting recovered? Yeah. Yeah. I raced already, so yeah, I'm recovered. <laughs> I'm not that easy. I, I, I took some time off. Well, not well, a little bit. Oh. <laughs> I raced on Saturday. Some people just can't can't leave well enough alone. <laughs> well, they didn't give me that last 24 hours. I really wanted it. Yeah. Okay. So, um... Introduce yourselves so people know who I'm talking to. Um, I'm Mindy Fernando, and I race with Untamed uh, New England. And I'm Barbara Nice May, and I race with Midwest Mayhem. Um, and you were both at Untamed New England. so Yes. Um, which is the paradox of Untamed New England winning Untamed New England. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So where should we start? <clears throat> Barbara, why don't you... Uh, Tell us who you are, because I'll post. People can go back and find out who Mindy is. So we'll start with you. Yeah. Um, well, I started racing probably about three or four years ago, and um, just have been mostly sticking to the Midwest and getting involved in orienteering and rogaining, and um, eventually got into twenty-four, thirty-hour races. And um, I actually had to have a couple of surgeries last year. And I was out running or biking with Mindy in February in Michigan. And she said, so, who's your team for Untamed? And I said, well, I don't have one. And she said, what do you mean? It's sold out. You need to call Grant right now and tell them you want to have a team. you got to put together a team. you got to go. And, and I, I know I gave her that look. She said, I want to hear from you tomorrow that you got a team together. And so I did. I went and called Grant and Grant said I can get you in this is after the cutoff and um, started poking around for teammates and here I am I wouldn't have expected four years ago I could barely get through a six to eight hour sprint race without dying and here I did a expedition what um, what got you into the sport in the first place then what what got you into the sport in the first place then four years ago Oh, you want the truth or the lie? <laughs> both. Um, both. Okay. The lie was uh, the lie is um, I was looking for a new hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, the truth is that um, I had gone through a, a pretty draining divorce, and I was reading um, that running was better than therapy. Um, and this was probably about a hundred pounds ago, and um, so I had a significant weight loss journey through all of this too. And um, I um, had I tried running and I thought it was really boring. And then somebody suggested, why don't you try adventure racing, which is like the craziest thing ever. Like, well, why don't you just try adventure racing? And, and I didn't realize what a tough sport it was, but I was really intrigued by it and really liked it and um, just kept trying and trying and trying and never gave up and never quit. And um here I am about four or five years later, later, you know, and local races doing pretty well. And I'm pretty proud of how we landed at Untamed. So. Well, that's pretty cool. And I like Mindy, so that's good. Yeah. So how did you two become um, buds, as the kids say? It was Wilderness Traverse. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Uh, what year was that? Um, that was three years ago, Wilderness Traverse. I met you in the bathroom. Yeah. And this was after right. Garrett had left the tracker. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. How was I? When you, were, you were crying. Yeah, okay. Was I crying? I was so from finish line to finish line, crying, crying. Yeah. So um, Wilderness Traverse a couple years ago, I raced with Tech New, and we were going head-to-head with first place for I don't know how many hours. It was crying. Alex's team in Benoit. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. And um, we accidentally left a tracker at one of the TAs, and we had to sit out for a full hour watching Benoit and uh, Alex and their team go on and win the race. So, um, And Barbara happened to be there. So uh, we started talking at that point, and really the rest is history. We just started talking, and uh, we ended up um, where we live about 25, 35 minutes from each other and started training here and there, and... Um, now we're like really, we're really good buds. Yeah. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Um, so, you, so basically, you you met at a low point in your life, and there's no place to go but up. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> well, I, it was. I mean, she said you're so nice, and I'm like, but I, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I was volunteering at Wilderness Traverse because I thought someday maybe I'll do a 24 hour race. <laughs> And so here I am. That um, did that's interesting. So did did volunteering really um, did it help you learn the sport, uh, help your your growth, and and make you really want to do that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, doing volunteering at Wilderness Traverse um, made me do you know a little afraid, but um, I said I'm going to do it anyway. And I've got to do this, and then. Um, I don't know, you might re- remember um, that I followed them at Worlds last year mm-hmm. because I wanted to do an expedition race before I turned 50. Yeah. And I thought, well, you know, I'll learn a lot by following them. And I did learn a lot, but I learned even more actually doing it because, I mean, it's just uncharted territory. Once you get in at the 48-hour mark, I was just like, what do I do? What is going on? Yeah. And, and little did you know that you'd end up in a bar in a small ghost town in Wyoming with... Rob Howard and Chris Radcliffe and yours truly. And you, <laughs> yep, that was cool. And then all of us jumping and running whenever a team came by. <laughs> so, and, and of course, I was driving a car that like everybody knew. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Mustang. Yeah, the blue must, the blueberries. Blueberry. We called it. Yeah. So, well, at least they knew that if they quit, they which they would have never done. But if they quit, there would have been no comfort. Because I couldn't just pick them up and deliver them yeah. luxury, you know, it would have been like, "Sorry, guys, you're on your own." Yeah, uh, but they wouldn't have quit anyway. That's true. So, did did that convince you that little uh, few hours in the bar convince you that your your future was in racing and not in uh, reporting? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather race any day. I mean, it was just—it was just—it was awful watching everybody race. I mean, I was glad to do it, and I was glad I did it. Mm-hmm. But after, like, the first, you know, like after I saw them going by in the pack raft, I was just like, "This is horrible." So. I'm just in a race. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, that that. Well, I guess that is means you are a racer. That 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 would be your your default would be I want to be out there. You know, the our our default, Chris and I, is where's. Where's Wi-Fi? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Mandy, don't worry. We'll we'll talk to you. But <laughs> oh, you're, you're good. I like I love listening to Barbara. Okay. <laughs> so, 
Barbara, what did what did you learn following him on that race? Um, I learned how important transitions are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't laugh because mine were pretty terrible at this race. But um, but I, I learned that how important transitions are. I learned um, about just team dynamics. I learned that it's all temporary. I mean, when Grant was talking about the concept of permanence, mm-hmm. you know, I had completely accepted that idea long ago because you know no matter how happy you are it's temporary no matter how cheap oops you went away there we go all right i think that was me i think oh sorry about that i think i lost my internet so oh no well you know the joys the joys of living in the country and we normally have really good because our internet is cell-based, except there's like 300,000 motorcyclists in the hills right now. So I think uh, the system gets a little overwhelmed. So anyway, it's not the first time, won't be last time. Anyway, um, we were talking about permanence. Yes. So um, So anyway, everything is temporary. Yep. Um, and you know, I, I don't know if you heard me say that you know, chafing comes and go, being wet comes and goes, mm-hmm. being comfy and happy comes and goes. And as long as you accept the fact that whatever state you're in in that moment is going to change at some point um, for better and for worse. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, if you're doing great, it, that will go away. If you're doing <laughs> badly, that will go yeah. away too. So. So. Well, that's, um, that's kind of an important lesson to learn that, yeah, you're not going to be miserable for four days so, so, Mindy, how long did that take you to learn that um, <laughs> that little lesson? Um, well, I'm always usually miserable when I'm racing with guys for about 24 hours, and then I kind of, uh, and then it kind of, uh, you kind of level out with the guys mm-hmm. a little bit more so with um, as a female. It seems the guys have much more fast twitch muscles than a woman than a woman does. So I find that the first 24 hours kind of suck. And then <laughs> after that, I'm cool, and everything um, seems to be a little bit better. Um, I will say that going into this race, um, I never felt, even that first 24 hours, I always felt like I, I was, it was okay. It was like I was, I was, I was fine. I was good. I was never past that point of oh my gosh, I should. I don't feel like I can keep up. I felt great from the, when the gun went off. I actually, um, I know it sounds a little weird, but I, I told myself I'm going to go out. I'm going to do like a 10-minute run, which turned into like 20 minutes because of the rain um, mm-hmm. before the race because I knew we were going to take off like as hard as we could up that mountain. Yeah. And um, so I went out and jogged a little bit just like I would do for any small triathlon or Ironman or whatever and um, and or adventure race. And I, I was ready to go at as soon as that gun went off and that made a big difference so yeah so um, well what made you come up with that plan have you done have i mean have you experimented with that or did you just realize that this is a race like anything else yeah um i've experimented it with experimented with it a little bit and uh um i just knew that i my body needed to be ready to go mm-hmm. from start i mean yeah. i knew it was going to be all out for at least the first hour and a half trying to get in front of everybody um, in that ski resort. Mm-hmm. That 
we wanted to take the lead right from the beginning. So it, yeah, I it mean, it's a little bit of experience and, um, back in my tech new days, that's what their goal was. So, um, I just kind of, you know, from racing with them and racing with other people, I knew that I needed a little bit of a warm up and I knew I needed to be ready to go right from that gun. And some of my training's been that way too, where I've had some training sessions that have been a little bit harder than normal, where in the past I didn't do that. That's, that's, um, well, it's interesting, and now you just gave away your secret, you know, there to all uh, seventeen people listening. Well, now you need to delete that. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not for some people, bring it. Go ahead and run around for a while and see how you're doing. Get twelve hours later. Yeah, that people. that may be true. That may backfire. So, um, it, it really could. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, let's get into the race a little bit, but. Um, don't take this the wrong way, but you kind of, you two had different races. Like yeah. one of you won, one of you didn't. Is the, do you think is is that a good way of putting it? No, it's fine, it's fair. I mean, we all we came in with different levels of experience yeah. and different capacities, and I wouldn't have expected any different. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm joking, and, and I think people really know that I'm as I'm yeah. as impressed with. Yeah. Um, everybody, because <laughs> yeah. I can't do it. But do you is do you think the experience of the race is um, the same for both of you? you? You know what I'm what I mean, like like what you're doing out there, even if it's at a different level. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's the I think the difference is, is um, we had different team dynamics. Yeah. Um. Our team really worked well together. Um, I mean, we had our points where we, you know, we argued back and forth or had differences. Um, and we had two newbies in our team. I mean, yeah. I was totally new to expedition racing, and so was another teammate of mine. Um, and so that contributes to, you know, um, how smooth things can run. Yeah. Um, and it was our second time racing together. We had done one overnight race and a couple of training sessions, and that was it. So, and I shouldn't say that was it. I mean, some people just, but you guys, well, that was the first time you guys all raced together with that yeah. guy, Patrick, but he was really skilled. Yeah. I mean, it was our first time racing. He had raced with Alex a lot. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We raced with, I've raced with Jay several times and Alex a few times, and Patrick was new to the game, but he, I, you would have thought we've raced with him a, a, Several times he he just fit right in, mm-hmm. um, and he was a good workhorse. He did a great job. So, um, was just, he the mule? Yeah, he was a mule, and it worked well. It worked really well. I mean, you just have to. I mean, with expedition, especially you, your teammates really have to work well together. You're mm-hmm. going to get arguments, and you just got to brush it off and move on. And it worked well. So, um, so that's a little bit different than I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was different. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, um, this one's for Mindy. Do you, all right, maybe you don't want to answer this. Do you get more? Do you get more arguments with with your teammates or with the new guy? Um. Well, Jay and I argue a little bit here and there. Jay and I know <laughs> each other the best, so when I'm starting to get a little bit cranky, he tells me, which yeah. he's like, "It's a fine line between this and that." I'm like, "Oh, okay, I get it." So. <laughs> So Jay and I know each other the best. So, um, 
he'll tell me when, you know, when to chill out. Because sometimes I get a little bit too um, excited or too um, too loud, I guess you could say. I don't know. <laughs> a little vocal. Um, a little vocal, okay. yeah. So. In transitions, yeah. <laughs> I actually heard about it. I was sitting watching teams coming in, and Matt from 361 came and sat down next to me, and he was like, ah, that was a rough race, Barbara. And I said, yeah, it was tough. I heard you guys had quite a time out there. And he said, who didn't hear? And I said, of course. He said, that that girl on that untamed team. I said, Mindy? He said, yeah. And I said, all right, disclaimer, she and I are good friends. You know, we, we train together. We spend a lot of time together. And he said, I don't care. She is a slave driver. She was on those teammates in that transition. And just, she said, five minutes, five minutes. <laughs> well, the thing is, is I, the, I look at transitions as free time. And, I mean, the guys are always going to be faster than me. And, um, I mean, I don't know. I just it's, it's free time and transition. If we can get in and get our stuff done and get out, it's, 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 yeah. it's a better – it's more ideal. But – um, it's a fine line, though, because you also need to, as as Jay made a point to me, mm-hmm. is, I mean, sometimes you need to sit there, let your feet dry out, you know, let things happen mm-hmm. in a different, uh, um, I guess, pace than um, I would like them to happen. So sometimes I have to just relax, chill out, and let them get their stuff done. And I'm also not the navigator, so we need to make sure the navigator has all mm-hmm. his ducks in a row before we head out. <laughs> Um, out of transition also yeah and and when jay brings that up to you do do you um do you realize the wisdom of what he's saying i I, yeah you you realize he is right but you still are ready to go (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i know he's right but i'm like i don't care (laughs) yeah well it is it's like you said it's if if your transition is five minutes quicker that's, you know, how how long does it take to make up five minutes on foot? That's a bit. That's a lot. Yeah. So, like, yeah, free free time is a is a good way of putting it. Um, so compare. I want to go through the race and compare how you guys did, or or what you did on the legs. So, Barbara, what was your? I mean, how did you handle that first leg of basically going um, straight up the hill and then into the woods? Yeah. I well, first of all, we made. The dumbest mistake ever. Um, we should have grabbed our poles, and we didn't. And um, that was just dumb, dumb, dumb. I, I think part of it was, um, you know, carrying a water bottle. I, I, anyway, we made the decision. It was a bad team decision, but you know, so we had to live with it. Yeah. Um, but I understand that we came into four, not too far back. Um, and then when we went into the woods, um, the the interesting thing about our team is that we're all navigators. And so we split up the job of navigation. Um, for example, I was pace counting, which was really challenging in that environment. Oh my gosh. The fact that we spiked seven was a total shock to me. <laughs> like I turned around and we were right there. Um, Brenda held the bearing. Eric was like, they had the maps and everything. And then, um, Richard caught features, and so we were very much we we could not sprint through the woods because we had to be just very careful and very sure where we were going, what we were doing, um, and yeah, and, and also there was just some I don't know I was curious about what you guys in the woods because there were just parts you couldn't sprint. I mean it was just 
you were crawling through yeah. stuff and wow. you know crawling over stuff and mm-hmm. it was craziness yeah and um and you know we all you know had weight on our backs and things like that so i mean just whatever we were supposed to have and so when we got to cp6 we just were glad and then when we got to seven and eight and then nine um you know going from seven to eight felt like you know it was easy time <laughs> compared to um going from five to six and six to seven yeah so so mindy so you guys are up front were you leading most of the way or were you kind of back and forth with teams and well how did how did it work for you so the in the ski resort area we busted we we went right from the starting line we we it. hauled and <laughs> we got that first ta and we took off to the mount or to the long hike mountains for us in michigan they're mountains um and we did that mountain, mountain trek, and um, we didn't see anybody, I don't think for the first checkpoint or maybe in the second one, but then we ran into, I believe it was checkpoint zero with the two ladies, mm-hmm. and then also um, uh, rootstock. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it was just this, um, uh, what's going call it, with the trees. Um, it was just like this one area that, we were all following. We were all following each other, and we started sprinting. And we sprinted ahead of them. And we thought Rootstock was actually going to take a more direct route. And we thought they actually had gotten ahead of us at that point. But in retrospect, they had not. Um, checkpoint zero. Um, we kind of went back and forth with them a couple times, and then um, at some point we got to a checkpoint all together. We punched together, and then we took off. And I don't know if they had any issues or whatnot, but they did come back. They they were uh, a little bit farther behind us also. Um, so I believe we came out of that mountain section ahead of everybody. Um, so yeah. um, Alex did an amazing job in there. He really, really did a good job. And really, our whole team did. Um, Patrick was carrying everything, my stuff, everything, um, except my some of my water and food. And Jay did a great job. So, yeah. um so we just kind of worked as a team getting through that section. And, yeah, like Barbara said, it's kind of like everything through there. You, We were going through these um, very, very um, dense forest areas, mm-hmm. things, everything hitting our face, our eyes, oh our gosh. legs, our arms, and poking yeah. everything. <laughs> it was it definitely was. very oh untamed, Blake. Yeah. Well, and I could, but I could see how you guys could sprint part of the six to seven I mean, we didn't sprint because we were trying to just make sure we didn't get lost. And then, oh, um, we didn't. We 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 were but careful. seven to eight though. You guys just probably booked it down that hill. Yeah. And then he probably aimed off, and you guys probably only had twenty meters along that creek before knowing Alex. He probably got you just north of the checkpoint, and you probably didn't even hardly have to because we traversed along the creek a lot longer than we had intended. Okay. And that slowed us way down because okay. that was awful in there. But I could see you guys aiming off and hitting right on top of it and then hopping over to that horrible thing that they call the trail and running in. You ran into, you ran that two track, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember exactly what we did there. Alex would be able to give you more information on that. But um, I just remember Alex and Patrick talking uh, French Canadian back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> I don't even care. At least I didn't say Mindy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Just uh, get us in the right direction and get us 
get us there as fast as we can. (laughs) So when you get done with that track, excuse me, and you're, you know, you get on the bikes and you, you, I mean, to me, that looked like it was a pretty straightforward ride to the, to the TA and the canoes and in a little bit of nav on the water. But one, is it as easy as it looks, which I know it's not, but is it kind of a break, um, you know, after you've been doing that really, you know, doing the wood trek and navigating, is it is it a little easier than just to get on the bike and kind of ride the roads? Yeah, I mean, for us it was. I mean, it was just a huge sigh of relief. Of course, we got on the, our bikes, and then two of the four bike computers were dead. <laughs> and um, and so that kind of stung. Yeah. Because, I mean, that was a race you absolutely had to have your bike computers. And by the end of the race, they were all dead. Um, But, you know, once we started biking, it it felt pretty good. When we were going through the whites, it was a little harrowing, though, because it was thunderstorming by that time. And, um, you know, we were counting the thunderclaps, and we felt like we were safe, so we just kept going. But we were going down those hills and, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to, like, free speed but at the same time don't wipe out yeah so and, and they were fast i mean i was up there and i was gonna i don't remember i thought oh i better get in front of these guys and i didn't and it's like i couldn't keep up in the van so i mean that's some big downhills so mm-hmm. did you both have rain on that ride oh yeah oh yeah we had it was i don't think we biked very much in the race without rain <laughs> Um, it was constantly raining, and and that plays a bit of a factor when you're trying to draft, you know, off your teammates. Yeah, no kidding. You're completely soaking. So, and yeah, you're soaked, and you can't see, but, and you're going down these hills at a screaming pace, um, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, the bike ride was fun, though. I, our team enjoyed the bike ride quite a bit, mm-hmm. and yeah, like you said, the navigation wasn't, I don't. I, I mean, I'm not navigating, so I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but it didn't seem to be difficult for Alex so much. But we did have to be careful because you would go for a time period, and then there would be a checkpoint, and there wasn't a lot of um, – there's not, like, large mountains, like, out west that you can go off of. So you got to be careful, and, like, your mileage, like Barbara was saying, you do have to have working computers. And Jay and um, uh, Patrick were really good about giving – Alex, um, information of, mm-hmm. on that um, to him. Um, I was not so much. I was just trying to take care of myself and make sure I stayed with the guys on the bike because they we t- we did a pretty good pace on the bike. So yeah, it was. I think you guys. I think the term is hauling ass. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, good time. So um, how was your guys's uh, the mountain bike go for each of you? Who had the most fun doing it? I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Except I got out to this. Uh, the, I did the easy short on both. Yeah, of them. I did too. And I got out to um, the first checkpoint, and I think Patrick or one of the guys said, "Okay, just take this one around here and go down here and get this one." And I got up to this point. I'm like, "There's no trail here." I did heck? the same thing. I, was so I didn't know that. I was like. I could. I was going back and forth and back and forth, and I got up and I got three, and I got back to two, and I'm like, "Where is the trail? Yeah, exactly. Where is?" And then by then, my bike light had busted off my bike, <laughs> and which is a whole other story. 
um, which Eric Olson, big shout out to him, gave me his bar lights. But yeah, I had the same thing happen. I felt like I took the longest ever in doing the short easy. I did too, and I think I saw, I think it was Brent out there from Rootstock, and I'm like, what the heck? Where's this trail? This is so confusing. I don't know what's going on. So I said, okay, forget it. I'm just going to get this checkpoint. I'm going to go right back up to the TA and just start from right there and go get the next two, and that's what I did. Um, so yeah, maybe, I wound up having to do the same thing. Yeah, and so maybe I lost a couple minutes there, but I was like, as soon as I realized I had to go back to the TA, I'm like hauling on my bike. I'm like, I don't want to look like I'm the loser who doesn't know how to orienteer. <laughs> and then team. when I got back, I realized my bike light had busted off <laughs> in the woods, and, and there was just like no way of, I mean, I went back I, to look to see if I could find it. So you did the bike go in, in the night? No, no, we did okay. it in the day, but it was starting to get dark in the woods. Uh, I mean, it was just kind of darkish because of the rain and everything, and... um yeah, and I tried to sleep, but that didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so kind of then the net. So well, okay, I heard finding that that next TA at the Boy Scout camp, Girl Scout camp, wherever, uh, was not as straightforward as people thought it would be. It took forever. Okay, you saw like the Boy Scout camp, and then like it yeah. felt like like hours later you yeah. got to the Boy Scout camp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was a challenging little section there um, of mountain biking. Yeah, it was. There were several rocks. Um, several. Yeah, several <laughs> rocks. And it was, I mean, with all the rain and everything, it was everything was a little slimy, a little bit slippery. And, um, yeah, it just felt like you are going around in a circle forever. And the Boy Scout camp was never going to come uh, upon us. So <laughs> when we finally got there, I was like, finally. <laughs> Well, we had the unfortunate incident of realizing as a team that the map that got us to that TA was missing when we got to the mountain bike go. And so um, the guys used a napkin and traced another team's route. And so we had what we call, affectionately call the mapkin. And <laughs> we, were able to re- we were able to replot some points, but then, you know, it got down to a mapkin. And um, we turned down that one road and then got on that old stage road. And we were so excited. And then um, literally, it was Brenda and I, like, guys, seriously, there are more tire tracks on this side than that side. This is the way we're going. (laughs) Because, I mean, they had just kind of drawn it, but it didn't show all the offshoots, which I'm sure we wouldn't have seen anywhere. And and we, unlike their team, um, we were gunning for the cutoff, and we got in at 2.45 a.m. Yeah. I mean, I never felt so, oh, my gosh. It was crazy. So. Because we, we saw several teams give up um, before we got into one of the checkpoints, and they said, well, we're just calling it, and we're going to start again later. And we just wanted to keep going and keep going and keep going, and it, it was just never a question. We just... We're worried about making the cutoff, but we made that cutoff. Yeah. Um, is um, is racing the cutoff for you, Barbara? Is that the equivalent of uh, racing for the win? I guess so. I mean, it's like a race within the race. Yeah. Um, I've done that before. I mean, I've back in teams before. We've talked about that. Um, I mean, that is that is a race. Yeah. <laughs> in the race, yeah. And, you know, once we hit it, and, you know, the irony was is that two teams came in like five minutes after three, and um, one team was allowed 
to stay on the full course, and the other team wasn't. One of them said they had a medical emergency that they helped with, mm. and so they allowed them to continue on. Um, I think Barb Campbell later said that that I'm not sure it came to pass, or I, I don't know. I haven't talked to Barb about it, yeah. but you know, I just knew that we we knew we were ahead of some other teams. Yeah. But we got there, and I mean, the adrenaline from trying to make that cutoff and being really anxious about not knowing exactly where we were, not knowing how far we were, and the conditions of getting in there was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was just very rocky, very wet, and tough riding. Yeah. Of course. It was raining, right? Yeah, it was. (laughs) It was raining. (laughs) See, this is interesting to me because I really didn't experience – rain rain after that first day i mean little showers here and there but you know oh my god i I mean it's just it's kind of weird when i hear you talking about all the rain and i'm like "Mm, no not where i was but but i found that the 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 rain tended to be kind of localized anyway so it's just interesting to hear how much rain you guys had which it matters for you didn't matter for me that much so um so how was how was that trek through the Belknap for for the respectives of respectives of you? It was through those mountains. Yeah. Slick rock and Oh yeah, yeah. that, that one time climb slick rock. Yeah. yeah, that was that was awesome. We were a lot of blueberries up there and um, the guys yeah. loved the blueberries. Um no, that was amazing up there. And um we were actually actually up there during um some daylight. So we saw some we Yeah. So we saw some um some people up there, so it was nice to see people up there. Um I learned a lesson in don't believe um anybody that's out there because I think we got turned around or we we got off a little bit and at one point, I'm like, I looked at the person. I'm like, how far is the blue trail or whatever? And they're like, oh, about a half a mile up the road. I'm like, or half a mile up the mountain. I'm like, what? And it was literally was like maybe a hundred yards. Yeah. And then we got back on track right away. Um, so, but yeah, that was that was a really a neat section. Mm-hmm. Um, very, yeah, it was beautiful. A little confusing at times. Um, the rocks up there were slippery, mm-hmm. very slippery. Um, but it was gorgeous, really gorgeous. And we were, and the thankful that we were up there during the daytime. Jay actually took a couple of pictures up there with his camera. I hope he posts them at some yeah. point. Well, did, well, we grabbed a random person and asked them to take a picture, yeah, and we're all right. like throwing phone numbers at this guy. <laughs> text it to this person. Text it to that person. So I was uh, actually up there waiting for you guys, Mindy, and it's like, wait, I have to leave because um, they locked the gate. Oh no! So it's like, if I don't leave now, then I'm going to be locked up here all night, and I don't really want to do that. So, so <laughs> I was looking for you. It's funny. I missed you guys a lot. Well, I missed you, but <laughs> I was always like, like, like uh, ten minutes behind you for most oh, of the race. Man. It was really weird. So, um, so Barbara, so you, you know, you're navigating more with the, you know, the whole team navigating. How how was it navigating up there with all those trails and and how did you guys work through it? Oh, Eric, Eric just did it. Huh. I mean, he was solid. Huh. Eric did it all. Really? Did yeah, he would just say, 
I mean, I had like this little clue sheet thing going on. I always carry kind of cues and clues, but he said, okay, this is what we're doing next. This is what we're doing next. And just kept on trucking. It was was awesome. Yeah, because I found it um, even paying attention. Because you look at it, it's like, well, all these trails are marked and they're blazed and there's signs. And even doing that, there were a couple times like all of a sudden I'm like, wait, I'm not on the trail up here. Did you guys experience any of that, or are you just smarter than I am? Well, if he was worried, he would have me pace count. Okay. No, those trails were confusing. No, oh, good. It's not me. Yeah. Well, it is me, but it's not me. <laughs> blue blazes, it's like you're like walking along the blue blazes, and it's like, hold on, where did they just go? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. orange turned to white, and then it turned into oh, white, yeah. yellow, and yeah, by the ski lift. Yeah. And he said, well, just give me a quick pace count here, Barbara, and just make sure we're hitting the right trail. And Yeah, that was not straightforward up there. That was that was confusing. And some of the, like she said, some of the trails were two colors. Yeah. So it was confusing. So, uh, so um, get off that, then you're, then you're back on the bike. And this is actually probably the one section, this next bike, where I didn't see anybody. And it just turns <laughs> out that way. So what was that that second bike? Like, <laughs> I'm laughing because so we got on pavement and I'm like just trying to spin my legs out a little bit and we're kind of going and then um, we turn on this two track and it had boulders I had some choice words for Grant <laughs> I was just like seriously <laughs> and then I had slurred curse words and just <laughs> And, you know, they all, I don't really curse, so I, no, I, I, remember, I, I remember Eric looking <laughs> at me going, she's in, she's in the game. Because <laughs> I started cursing. Yeah. So, was, so that took you, that bike basically took you to, to Dover in the kayak? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when I started um, my, the, I had not yet slept. By that point, and um, I had sleep disorientation where um, I was saying to Brenda, my teammate, we were on that level six ATV trail after we did that big monster climb, and then that level, and it was literally a river running through it. It was raining so hard. We had seen some teams at a gas station, but we just ran in, grabbed a couple things, and ran out and were on our way. And and I said to Brenda, why are we doing this? And she said, because it's fun. And I said, but Brenda, um, I, I worked all day today, and I trained for Untamed before I went to work, and why are we out here on this stupid trail pouring rain training? We should be resting for the race. And she said, we're racing. And they realized, oh, my gosh, Barbara is, like, in a whole other stratosphere now. And um, so they – but there was no time for me to sleep. And so they just – um, kept me going um, and at one point um, I swore that I'd take we were at a checkpoint I said I brought my son here once <laughs> and they're like oh my gosh so, this crazy stuff Barbara's losing it Barbara's losing <laughs> it but I was still able to stay on the wheel until I dug in my heels and I didn't recognize two of my teammates and um, and Randy I did re- I did tell her before Untamed that this would happen like yeah, yeah. she would totally have these crazy hallucinations like you would go to places that you would never believe you could go until like a few days into a race, and it's it's you can't explain it until you are there. Yeah, it's just it 
you just you can't explain it unless yeah. you're there. It's and I remember, I remember feeling that way. I remember um, thinking that we were in Ann Arbor, Michigan, <laughs> and um, we were on these trails. And I'm like, I know exactly where we are, guys. So this is where the trail continues, right over there to the right. And it turned out I was right. But it was because I was basing on some other trail in Ann Arbor, and um, in, you know, and finally I realized, all right, I'm with these people. I have nowhere else I can go, and they're saying this is important, so I just need to shut up. So, and then they told me to start running, and I started running. So uh, just, well, I mean, so you re- you literally don't know that you're in that state, correct? Mm-mm. No. I mean, I mean, what what you're experiencing, and I mean, I've I've been around it and have seen it, and I mean, I can remember being riding on a bike all night and thinking, if I closed my eyes, I'd fall asleep, and I wonder what would happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a it's a. I don't but know. But my eyes. I mean, that was a crazy thing. <laughs> I was, and I, and I drove them a little crazy because I kept talking. And they couldn't decide if it was worse that I was talking and writing or I would just fall asleep and shut up. <laughs> so, so how long did you go before they let you sleep? Um, we were trying to make the next cutoff. Okay. So. And then after we got to the paddle, um, I laid down in the back of a U-Haul because that's where all the classy girls sleep. Yep. <laughs> so, so. Um, About an hour. That's, yeah. That's all you that was, need. That was solid, right? Yeah. I mean, so you haven't really experienced this, Barbara, but is it is kind of amazing how much what an hour can do for you, isn't it? It was amazing. I, I woke up. Eric clapped his hands. He was hoping that I was going to jump out of my skin. And he <laughs> said, you just opened your eyes and said, okay. And you just got up and you started walking to your bin and... And you asked Brenda what was next, and she said, we're paddling. And I said, okay. And I said, I just have a few questions. You know, do I live in Michigan? Yes. Um, (laughs) Where are we? And she said, Maine. We're racing untamed. And I said, okay. Am I married? She said, yes. And I said, still? And she said, yes. And I said, I have kids? And she said, yes. And um, I said, okay, let's go. I said, let's go. Funny. Let's go. Well, oh, normally it's your teammate asking you those things to see if, <laughs> see if you're okay, I would think. Well, I had done a bike race across Michigan and actually had knocked myself out. And um, so I, I actually was out cold um, for probably about 30 seconds a minute or something like that. And I just remember some of the things that they asked. And so I thought, well, if I can ask myself these questions and answer them correctly, then I'm good. Oh, so Okay. All right, so okay, now we're up to the paddle, and that's where we had different things. Things go so. So let we'll talk the first paddle from Dover to Newmarket. Um, How did that go for each each of you and your teams? Who got the tide? Who didn't? We never got it. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this is Mindy. Yeah, we never had it. I want to say, if I'm thinking the right one, we really got screwed in that one. We pretty much got screwed in all in all of them. But um, yeah, we didn't have it, and um, it was tough. It was yeah. challenging. Um, I'm lucky my teammates are used to paddling and stuff like this, so um, we did fine. But it was slow, okay. and we just got through it. So we knew. I mean, you can only go so fast against it. So um, we did what we could. 
mm-hmm. and we knew that the, the the teams behind us were going to be a lot faster because they would have it on their side. So, um, I we just we did what we could. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. It's all you can, well, it's not all you can do. You can like pull off to shore and sleep for six hours and then have the tide, but that doesn't work very well. Yeah, that <laughs> so. was some cranky girl on their team. Yeah. So how about you, Barbara? How was it? How, how well, we wound up paddling straight to the finish, okay. and we, yeah, but we had the tide coming in also, and two of our teammates were falling asleep. So um, we set up a massive boat tow just to get us out, and then um, before we hit the major channel, um, we made sure everybody was rested because we knew once we hit the channel with all those currents. Yeah. Are we still, we're still in the first paddle, though, are we? Oh, we're in the canoe paddle? No, we're not We're not talking about the canoe paddle. We're talking about the kayak right. paddle, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. The first one or the second one? So we only did one, and you guys did two. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Here we diverge. Yeah. What was it like? Um, I mean, you're kind of. The area was weird because you'd be like in the middle of the woods, and then all of a sudden you'd be like in the middle of a 400-year-old town. Was that a little disconcerting? <laughs> Especially on that paddle. That was cool. Yeah, I thought that was really a neat um, part of the race, actually. Um, Just to to be out in the middle of nowhere, like, you're nowhere, and all of a sudden it's itty-bitty town. And I grew up in a kind of little town like that, so it was kind of neat. Um, Mm. So, yeah, I actually like that. It's so crazy how Grant can find these towns and these routes and everything. It's just it's amazing. Yeah, it, it is. I mean... I I found it weird driving because you'd be on this state highway and all of a sudden, you, you know, you're going through this little village and, you know, the houses are like two feet from the from the road. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, That's you're right. Cool. So, Barb, or you didn't, Barb, Mindy, you got that last bike loop leg. Um, yep. So tell me about that because that's, that's kind of the only other place where I never got. Because um, once I got to the finish line, I'm like – Oh, I'm not leaving this place. Yeah. <laughs> so. So we did the kayak, and then we did was it the hike up to the bike, um, mm-hmm. and then another hike down. Yeah. Um, it went well. Um, um, we, I mean, we had parts where we we had to work things out. We our navigation, like if we get off a little bit here and there, and Alex was so good about like just being off a little bit, but then getting right back on it. And Patrick always kind of pushing the pace a little bit, and um, uh, Jay was a great, uh, great uh, captain keeping the team together because we had points where we were, you know, at each other's, at each other a little bit here and there. I mean, that's part of racing with no mm-hmm. sleep. Well, we had 40 mm-hmm. minutes of sleep, um, but the bike section was good. It was rocky, um, pretty much like all the other sections. Really rocky, really technical. Um, you had to really keep your um, really keep focused on what you were doing. Um, I had a really couple stupid falls um, within that section. I think I fell on a railroad track, and the guys were like trying to tell me how to ride a railroad track. I'm like, don't tell me how to ride a ro- railroad track. I know how to ride a railroad track. <laughs> and um, like a, um, I think a slippery branch or something like that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it was good. It was it was the bike sections were challenging because we did them mostly in the nighttime and it was slippery it was wet um mm-hmm. 
and it was it was just challenging. A lot of rocks, tons of rocks, and I have a oh hard tail, so um, let's just say it wasn't comfy. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't comfy at all. Um, uh, what did you think of the bike and tie? Um, that was I we we couldn't figure it out. Um, you know, it's kind of like it's who rides the bike and who doesn't ride the bike. Yeah. Um, I rode the bike for quite a bit of it. Um, I don't know. It was it was a weird section. We've never dealt with it yeah. before. So it was kind of like just having four teammates with another bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it was pretty much the weakest teammate could get on the bike for a little bit and chill out um, during the road sections. We, in that section, that the map for that section was very – challenging um so we left transition and we thought oh good we uh we've made a really good we're gonna like nail out this next section we're gonna um take off a couple kilometers yada 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 oh yeah no 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 we didn't do that at all we kind of messed that up we i think we attacked it three or four times actually before we got that next checkpoint um and then we kind of got then we got back into the groove of things but it was challenging coming out of that TA and going into that bike and tie. Um, we kind of had some things off a little bit in there. And uh, Rootstock was starting to catch up with us there, too. So we had a little bit of that stress of them um, coming, you know, coming up behind us also. So yeah. You had that extra pressure. So um, Yeah, that little bit of pressure. I shouldn't say stress. It's pressure. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it was stress. Do you, <laughs> I mean, I think I talked to... I don't remember if I talked to you about it, but I know some of your esteemed teammates. Do you like that pressure of being chased, or would you rather chase somebody? Or how how does it work for you when you're up towards the front? Um, I've I've been in both situations. Um, it's almost easier to be in second. Yeah. No, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, it's almost easier to be in second, but because I mean, in first. I mean, Alex is really focusing on his navigation. Because, I mean, navigation is most of it. Sorry, that's my two-year-old. Um, hi, you want some bread? Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, it's... Um, it, it's hard. It's, I mean, being in front is hard. And mm-hmm. I, I felt that stress, especially in the transitions when they told us we were four hours ahead and I mean you can't trust any volunteers no. I mean you trust I love the volunteers don't get me wrong they are what make the race yeah every but you can't trust anybody you don't know how do they know that you're for you know you don't know yeah and um, I don't know it's, it, it's it's to me it's almost more stressful to be in in the lead than it is to be in second yeah I agree with you um all right so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up because you got hungry kids but um this, you, you both have to answer this, but um, which made you happier, your finish or your friend's finish at this race? Oh, that's tough. Because I had learned by Friday morning where they were, and I was like, yes, yeah. yes. And and so that, that was a big buoy for me. Um, I was sad to finish the race, I have to admit. Because I love the journey, it was really tough. But um, even my teammates asked me, "So did you have fun?" I'm like, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> like, "Uh oh, they didn't have so much fun." But um, 
seeing Mindy at the finish meant a lot. Yeah, I felt the same way. I was very excited. If anybody saw me, I jumped out of uh, my seat at uh, that uh, house that we were at. Amazing house, by the way. And I sprinted like I never. I mean, I sprinted like I was ready to go on a 5K towards Barbara because I was so excited for her because I knew this was a big deal for her. Yeah. So to answer that question, it was a pretty big deal to see her finish. So I think that was a big, big, big deal for me. Yeah. I almost knocked me over. I did. We were just, <laughs> I did. I almost took and her out. And she's like half my size. So yeah. here we are. <laughs> I almost took Barbara out. Yeah. Um, is is that the best finish that you've ever experienced in an adventure race? By far, for me, yes. Yeah. yeah. That was by far. The venue was amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, we've been perfect. Our big expedition race, that was big. Yeah. And then also seeing, with seeing Barbara finish, I was beyond. It was just, like, the highlight of every, like, I've been doing this, like, all these sports for 20 years, and it was a big deal. It's like the, everything. It was a big deal. So, cool. Friend, friends are the best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Maybe. Here's here, one last question. Do you guys, uh, I guess this may be two-part for you, Barbara. One, I'm sure you're going to do another expedition race, but what do you guys have coming up then for this year or, or in the near future? Um, I, yes, I'm going to do another expedition race. I plan on it. Um, what I have on deck, I mean, I'm not doing Shenandoah Tough. I'm just doing Wilderness Traverse. Sorry, Bob Miller. I should say I am doing Wilderness Traverse. And, um, then, um, in October, we have an 18 hour Rogaine here in Michigan that I'm doing The Legend of the Dogman and then doing The Fig in November. Um, so that's the rest of my year. But I mean, I did a race this past Saturday, which I, yeah, I heard very promptly from people, "You're crazy." <laughs> I no, I mean, I it might be, but that actually was worse. I yeah. think. Yeah, I mean, just you just want to race, so why not, right? Yeah, no, I I get it. I I was training, but I was not racing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, oh, and Untamed, we're doing uh, Shenandoah Epic in six weeks or seven weeks now. Um, it's Jay, Alex, and I, and um, I'm not sure who the fourth teammate is. I don't believe it's Patrick. It's going to be another Canadian, though. Yeah. Um, and then we are talking about next season with Patrick. Um, and then personally, I'm, I signed up for um, some other things like Detroit Marathon, and I'll probably throw an Ironman in there, too. Yeah, yeah, just I love I love that. I yeah, I'll throw an Iron Man in there too. <laughs> I, but but seriously, it, I mean that. I mean you just okay. We've just talked about a four day race, a ten hour race. Really, kind of is just yeah. I'll throw an Iron Man in, right? It is almost after you yeah. after a four day race. It is kind of throwing in a race. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So. Um, okay, I'm done. What have I missed? Anything? Anything yeah. we haven't talked about that everybody needs to know? Um, I think Mindy and I have found the best routes to gas stations on our on our mega bike rides. Ah, uh, yeah. We call our bike rides actually the long way to the gas station and back. <laughs> 
And she taught me how to go to the gas station. It's awesome. That's, yeah. um, well, you, I get, you get, well, you probably experience this, but like almost every gas station in New England has a Dunkin', <laughs> Dunkin Donuts and a Subway. Well, I was excited when I, as I was having tummy troubles by the time we hit a gas station, I was excited to see the potato salad and yogurt. Uh, <laughs> I never thought I'd be so excited to see potato salad and yogurt. Yeah. All right. That's a good place to quit. Thank you both for uh, taking some time. Yeah. Well, thank you for talking and thank you randy it was a great experience i great teammates and great friends supporting me along the way thanks mindy yeah thank you all right i love i love friends thanks for chatting all right thanks all right bye bye randy you play school on my finger you brought love like I've never known. You gave life to our children and to me a reason to go on. You're my
Mercy. 